name's Travis Sims, and I am the founder and CEO of AGC Accelerated Global Connections. And this is the AGC Experience. Our lives are a series of choices. Each choice leads to a result. Would you like to easily know which choices are the right life choices for you? If you've never met Amy Tyson, owner of Infinity Life Design, make it a priority to connect with her. Amy is a master of feng shui and batzi, which she calls destiny analysis. She assists her clients in understanding the hidden forces that are influencing their lives. A destiny reading with Amy is like reading a book all about you. She highlights which decisions will bring you to your fullest potential and which choices will lead you down a path of obstacles. If you're struggling with a challenge or you want to lift your life even higher, get connected with Amy and Infinity Life Design on facebook.com slash infinitylifedesign or subscribe to her online newsletter at infinitylifedesign.com and connect with your infinite life. <laughs> it's fun to be back in person giving this, uh, this talk because talking to Zoom is one thing, but to feel the energy of the people in the room is a whole different thing. So thank you for being with me tonight. And I'd like to start things off with a question. Who is in control of your life? Well, the answer, of course, is you are. But oftentimes, we run up against things that might help us feel that we're not in control. We might get frustrated when people don't do what they say they're going to do. And then we start to have some fear, those big deep fears that are inside us. And then we start to worry that maybe our life isn't going to turn out the way we'd hoped it would turn out. So we've got frustration, fear, and worry. So what if we could flip frustration into fascination? We could flip faith, worry, fear, into faith, and we could turn worry into wonder. Would that make a significant impact on your life? So let's start with frustration. I know everyone in here has experienced frustration now and then when your coworkers or the people that you hired aren't doing what they say they were going to do or were hired to do. Or you get frustrated when your teenage son continually leaves the shoes by the front door. So what if we look at these last two years and we think, oh my goodness, there has been a lot of frustration in our lives. Frustration can bring up stress and anxiety. And I have a friend, his name is Dr. Terry Wu, and he is a neuroscientist. And he says that feeling not in control brings on fear and anxiety. So here's some research that he's actually done on this. They place text sub test subjects in a dark room and then they pumped in a loud, obnoxious voice. Within moments, blood pressure rose in every single test subject because they had no control. When they repeated that study again with new volunteers, they gave each volunteer a button. And they told the volunteers, you can control the volume simply by pressing the button. So when the loud, obnoxious music started, every single volunteer pressed the button. And even though the sound did not change, the anxiety levels, the blood pressure, didn't rise. Because those test subjects had a sense of control. So I'm sure all of you can think of the last two years has been rather frustrating with COVID. And when it happened, we did not have a button to push. So we are amazing creatures. We created our own button. What did we do? <laughs> we hoarded toilet paper. 
That was our imaginary button to have some semblance of control. Now, when we want to turn frustration into fascination, it is not about being fascinated by the carts of toilet paper being rolled out of Costco. That is not what I'm talking about. What I'm talking about is surrender. It's about surrendering the things that we simply cannot control in our lives. What is making you so upset? Can you control it? If not, surrender to it. Now, you heard Travis introduce me as a metaphysics coach and consultant, so what does that mean? It means I work with the hidden uh, forces that are all around us influencing each and every day, whether we know it or not, and whether we believe it or not. And when I use these metaphysical tools, I can create some predictability. Predictability also gives us a sense of control. If you know what's coming, you can actually make choices around it. And I thought maybe you like, might like to know some things that you can start planning for that are coming. So right now, we are in a shift of one energy system that has been with us for 20 years into a new energy system, which I'm referring to as period nine. It started right around the time COVID hit. So 2019 of December, I was talking about this big event coming. We didn't know exactly what it was, but I was preparing my clients for it. And then in May, when we knew it was COVID, I was telling them, don't wait for it to be over because it's not gonna be over, and my prediction was, until November of 2021. So please don't wait. Smart entrepreneurs are going forward and making different moves. It's why AGC went online so quickly. So that's some of the things I do as I predict. So now I've talked about the trends of period nine coming. So this shift that's happening is between now and 2024 because we're leaving one type of energy into a new one. It's like we're pressing the reset button. And so we're in this chaos and turmoil, but there are some trends I wanted to talk to you about, four of them to be exact. There's more, but I brought four for you tonight. So trend number one, rise of women. <laughs> I knew you'd all like that. So this trend actually started in 2017 with the Me Too movement but it is gaining in steam and it will be in full effect in 2024 all the way to 2044. Those of you that have a business need to start thinking, how do you communicate with women? Women talk differently, they network differently, they buy differently. Now that you know it's coming, you need to examine your business to figure out, can you position yourself to take advantage of what is coming? The second trend is all about technology. The 20 years we're just leaving, period eight, was all about young men creating tech. Geez, we can certainly see that, right? But period nine, we've not seen anything yet as far as what technology is going to be bringing us. It's going to be across every segment of business. Make sure that your business is adapting, adapting and adopting technology or you will be left behind. Trend number three, Security. Civil unrest will continue to go on the rise all the way through 2024. The last time we had a period nine was eight, uh, 180 years ago. That was the start of the Civil War and it was the Mexican-American War. All right. However, with this technology piece, we're also talking cyber war. It is not a time where you can take digital security for granted. You need to take steps to protect your data 
and the data of your clients. And then trend four is flexibility. Many of you have seen that already, flexibility. Some of you may work from home and the office, but it's not just in working areas, it's also in compensation plan. It's not just about the money you get paid, but everything else that you can do to reward your employees. And employees, flexibility mean, means you will be valued if you show productivity with the flexibility that you're being offered. So now that you know these trends are coming, you have some predictability. So number one, be fascinated how it plays out. Number two, make different choices because you know. If you'd have known it was about young men creating tech in the period eight, would you have invested differently? Number three, surrender that what you can't control. And number four, make choices about what you can control and take action. Now we're gonna talk about fear into faith. Let's revisit that neuroscience study. The third time they did this study, they placed the test subjects in the dark room, not with a button, but they said, there's a light. And when that light comes on, you will have five seconds before the loud, obnoxious voice starts. And an interesting thing happened. All of the test subjects developed coping mechanisms because when the light was off, they were safe. When the light came on, they knew they had five seconds and they just had to get through that loud, obnoxious voice until the light went off again and then they'd be safe again. Fear. That is a very powerful emotion. There are people in this room that have a fear of failing. Others have a fear of rejection, a fear of not being good enough, a fear of not being loved, a fear of judgment. Some of you might even have a fear of being too successful. We develop coping mechanisms without even realizing it to get through that big, deep fear that we have. Sometimes, fear can show up in the stories we tell ourselves. We tell ourselves stories about why someone acts the way they did or responds the way they did. We even tell stories to ourselves about ourselves. And that can create fear. Or maybe once upon a time, you failed at something. And now, you lack faith in your own abilities. Or maybe someone let you down, and now you lack faith in other people. So fear is a pretty powerful emotion. So I'd like you to consider that one way to activate fear, or activate faith and kick fear to the curb is to consider meditation. And as I was researching this, I was uh, interested to find that Jerry Seinfeld, you all know Jerry Seinfeld, he says he loves meditation more than money and more than almost everything else in his life. And he's not alone. The CEO of LinkedIn, the former CEO of Minnesota-based Medtronic, and the for, former CEO of United Fuels all credit meditation with their ability to solve problems, with their creativity, and the competitive edge that they get in business. Now, some of you may just dismiss meditation because you're telling yourself a story that you can't meditate. I want you to reconsider that. And I see some people going, oh, she caught me. <laughs> 
Now, as you go into meditation and think about it more, I'm asking you to consider that you can surrender, that you can also listen to that inner voice and take that next step that you feel yourself pulled toward, that you can take that next step to follow the idea and then f actually follow through when you take that next step. You know, it's really easy to, to kind of dabble, but it takes faith to take those next big steps into those ideas that you have. Now let's turn worry into wonder. I don't think I have to tell anybody in this room that your worries could be a mile long if you really wanted them to. You can worry about your health, your spouse's health, your parents' health, you can worry about your kids, you can worry about your bills, you can worry about everything. But did you know that only 90, that 91.3% of the time, those worries never come true. And that is scientifically proven, <laughs> all right? So worry gets an F, okay? Worry gets an F. So what I'd like to do, tell you is that our brains are incredibly powerful and I'd like to illustrate that tonight with you. So if you're holding anything, set it down. I want you to sit comfortably in your chair. We're not doing a meditation, we're doing something different. <laughs> So sit comfortably in your chair, feet flat on the floor, and I want you to close your eyes. Everyone's doing it, so don't think you feel funny, it's just everyone's doing it. I want you to take a deep breath, hold it for a second at the top, and then exhale through your mouth. Now let's do that again. Inhale, hold it, and then exhale and let the distractions of the day fall away. Just sink into your chair and be nice and comfortable. And I want you to imagine with me. Imagine I am holding a lemon. I'm holding this bright, beautiful lemon in my hand and I'm bringing it up to your nose so you can smell that citrusy, tart, lemony smell. Now see me place the lemon on a cutting board right in front of you. And I'm taking my knife and I'm cutting that lemon into four equal wedges. Now I want you to see yourself picking up one of those lemon wedges, putting it in your mouth and bite down on that lemon, allowing the juice to flow down your throat. Okay, you can open your eyes. If you are like 99% of the population, you had some sort of physical reaction. You salivated, you shuddered at the thought, <laughs> you're like smiling, you shuddered at the thought of that. This shows how powerful your brain is. When we're telling ourselves the stories, do you think our brain is sharing in that and making our body respond? But we are more powerful than what our brain can think. It's when we become intentional and we control what we think about and take action. So tonight I wanted to offer up four free eBooks. And these eBooks can be found on my website. They're going to tell you a little bit more about who you are. Inside each eBook is a link to get your personal destiny chart, which will help you understand who you are and you can learn how to train your brain because it kind of tells you why you think some of the things you think. So it can tell your brain to stop thinking that way 
And here's a pro tip. Make sure you get your kids, your spouse, your colleagues, your boss, your enemies, get their charts too, because then you can start to understand them too and have better relationships with them. But even if you choose not to do that, I wanna leave you with this thought. For every moment you spend thinking and worrying about what might go wrong, please, please, please spend an equal amount of time thinking about what could go right. Because we want to be able to turn your frustration into fascination by surrendering. I want you to turn your fear into faith and flip those negative stories to positive and turn your worry into wonder by simply focusing on what could go right. Because the minute we start doing that, you start designing your destiny. Because who's in control of your life? You are.